0: go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. It's true that it's cheap to start a podcast. It's also true that podcasters, the best podcasters, don't often podcast on the cheap. Getting serious about podcasting means selecting serious podcasting tools and services. Today's episode is brought to you by My Podcast Reviews, because you need to know what your audience is saying about your podcast. With My Podcast Reviews, you'll be notified anytime anyone anywhere in the world leaves a review for your podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Podchaser or Castbox, even though podcast ratings and reviews don't affect your podcast ranking. Podcast reviews are still extremely powerful ways to know, engage, and even grow your podcast audience. So make it easy for your audience to follow, rate, and review your podcast with a free three-week trial of My Podcast Reviews when you sign up at mypodcastreviews.com slash pp. That's mypodcastreviews.com slash pp. Hello and welcome to another podcast, Pontifications, with me, Evo Tara. In just about every craft or trade, you'll find people selling and making picks and shovels. You know, the tools of that trade. Some of these tools are often used by people outside of the craft, where other tools and services are highly specialized and rarely used by anyone other than true professionals. And that's no different in podcasting either. In fact, like most creative pursuits, there's been a blurring of the lines between the tools used by hobbyists and dabblers and those used by serious professionals. Now, I feel like this episode is going to require two disclaimers from me right up front. Number one is this. Using professional-grade tools and services does not mean you'll become instantly a more successful podcaster. You still have to master the craft. Number two, yes, it is possible to be a successful podcaster using standard consumer-grade tools and services. Again, this is all about mastering the craft. But at some point in your journey to becoming a better podcaster, you may discover that there's a better suite of tools and services that save you time and money In the long run, that let you focus more on that craft. So with that, here are five upgrades, if you will, for tools and services used by serious podcasters. First, it's time to get serious about your DAW, your digital audio workstation. Yes, I know you can do everything you need to do with the free tool that you're using, but I assure you, There are massive, massive things you're missing out by using that free or already on your computer tool. Time savings is the biggest one. Also, much better options. There are ways to make great audio you have not been exposed to because of the DAW you are using right now. Now, personally, I use Hindenburg, and I also recommend Hindenburg Journalist Pro. But there are other tools, lots of tools out there. Adobe Audition, Reaper, Logix, even Pro Tools if you want to go all the way to the top. I actually don't think the tool itself matters as long as it's a tool designed to do this at a professional level. And yes, I'll concede once again that I know people who make great audio using free DAWs. I get it. But I don't know of a single advanced podcaster who took the time to learn an advanced DAW and decided to switch back to that free download. Now, I'm sure that person exists, but I don't really want you to prove me wrong on here. Again, it's time to get serious about your DAW. It's also time to get serious about cleaning your audio tracks. I know it's super easy to grab a few plugins and stick them in your existing DAW and let them do all of the heavy lifting. But pre-cleaning your tracks before they go into your DAW has a major impact on the audio that I'm putting out now, both for me and for my clients. And I know it sounds like a needless step, right? If you've got the plugins in there, why not let it all do it at the same time? But I promise you that while it sounds like a needless step to you, it will not actually sound like that to people. The sound will be better if you clean your audio tracks before you put them into your DAW. Also, it does not take a huge amount of time. Not after you learn how to make the tool you choose sing. About 95% of the work I do with my tool of choice, which is Isotope RX, the standard version, that takes me with maybe five button pushes. Total time per track, I don't know, five minutes? Ten? And that's only if I'm doing some real serious work on the cleanup. So I use Isotope. there's also uh, Acusonos, there's Waves, there's a lot of different tools designed to clean audio before you put it into your DAW. Third thing, it's time to get serious about upgrading your recording environment. That, to me, first thing means acoustically treating the room in which you record. Moving blankets and pillows can only get you so far in this. I really like Automute. The panels that they make for hanging on the walls are great. They're also not terribly expensive, but, you know, 70 bucks a pop can sure seem that way to many people. I judge no one by their pocketbook or my pocketbook. But it makes the room sound amazing. While you're thinking of treating your room, also consider upgrading your cables, you know, the things that you plug your microphone into, and I know 9 bucks for a 25-foot cable is a smoking deal on Amazon, but that cable's not built to last and might be adding noise or glitches into your sound. They're not cheap, but I can't recommend enough microphone cables by Copel K-O-P-U-L, and Mogami. Very good stuff, if they're in your budget. Again, not, not cheap. Number four, it's time to get serious with your communication tools. I know you're getting by right now with a mix of Dropbox, Google Docs, Slack, WhatsApp, Messenger, and probably even email. But seriously, I did that for the longest time when I first started my agency, and it's just crazy how much time you waste and how many things can get lost and how you're confusing clients and people that you collaborate with. And I know you've got a good workflow right now, but only up until a point, right? I suggest making a commitment to try out a dedicated solution that minimizes steps and centralizes all activities. Personally, I like Basecamp 3, looking forward to Basecamp 4. It allows me to collaborate, communicate, and coordinate with my clients and the other people that I work with in, in all in a single app. Although there also you can get Notion, you can get Monday, there's ClickUp, there's a host of other services. Go through the feature sets of those, watch some of the videos. Take the time to learn a new tool. Your life will be made that much better. Next, it's time to outsource. Seriously. Yeah, I know that it's very hard to turn a bunch of things over. I get it, especially when you've got to pay someone to do things that you yourself are perfectly capable of doing. I have been there all the time. But it really makes a lot of sense to start outsourcing so many facets of what you do with your podcast. Now, my first suggestion may not be the outsourcing you're thinking. I think the first thing you should think about hiring is an assistant. Yep. Someone that you can trust to do as much of the rote, day-to-day stuff that's pretty easy to do, but is also pretty easy to screw up because, well, you know, it's easy to do. You don't double-check it enough. My second hire would be a suggestion of a hire, would be to get someone to master your episodes for you. No, no, not the editing, not the individual audio engineering, the mastering. You still will assemble the audio, put it all together, but then they come along and make everything, your voice, guest voice, music, everything, sound great, crisp, and amazing, and forward where it should be. This makes a world of difference, trust me. Now, again, I need to repeat those disclaimers I said at the beginning. Upgrading tools and services to Pro is not a magic pill. And yes, people do turn out great podcasts all the time without any of these things. So your mileage may vary. But I strongly believe that upgrades like these will make it much easier for you to become a better podcaster. Now, if you got value out of this episode or perhaps the entire mini-series I did this week on specific ways to become a better podcaster. You can return some of that value to me at the finally functioning podcast slash support. On that page, you should find links to buy me a coffee, some direct payment options, and even the way to get me some of that fancy new currency that's out there. There shall be no episodes from me on a Friday, which means enjoy your weekend. I shall be back on Monday with yet another podcast. Pontifications. Cheers!
1: Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Ivo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Alley Press. Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion... This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location And it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, Here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org